Welcome back. This is Cigars and Sports. I'm here with my boy Jake Kaiser. And we are live from the Palerino Palace and we have a special guest. Mr. Barry Luke, say what's up to everyone. Thanks for having me on, boys. I'm excited. Let's fucking talk sports, too. Let's fucking kill it. Round three. <laughs> Round three. Let's go. Um, live and lit. Dirty Les here. Ready to go. It's the guest pod number two. Um, let's just link them all right now. Coming soon. Dropping tonight. Last <laughs> last week's number 12. We got Faded Away coming. Coming at you hot, though. But um, for all this being said, you know, me and Barry... We have a, a blast from the past together, if, if you could say it a like TBT. that. A TBT. A um, TBT. Before I even knew him, we already, you know what I mean, conjoined, if you could say, the Curse Angel Stadium. Let's dive right into it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Believe me, I don't want to talk about it as much as you. This shit still haunts me. Up until about two years ago, you know, I'm just like, God damn it, I would be pro if that didn't happen. And, and now I look at it as a blessing, you know, it's just a little bump in the road of of what it will be you know i heard this quote by denzel washington he failed in a musical when he was like 16 and then 30 years later you know he played a play there and that's how i feel you know i failed there when i was 16 when i'm 45 i'm gonna be calling you know now I mean? you're doing a podcast for two people now and no but when i'm 45 i'm gonna be calling it for the whole stadium you know when xfl wildcats have the Angels night or, you know what I mean, they have the XL Wildcats nights. We'll be doing their play-by-play. That's right. Mr. A-Rod, so feels good. Well, how, how, tell us about yours. Everyone knows about mine. Well, it all began against Crespi. State championship game. You know, somewhere around the internet, if you search hard enough, you'll find a video of myself giving up a home run. Landing into the Angels dugout, or I'm sorry, the Angels bullpen. But uh, yeah, it's never good to give up five runs in the first inning, and that's that's how you lose yourself a state championship game. Were you rattled? I was uh, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. I was at, I was at a ten of being rattled. Okay. So like leadoff man went on. What, what was you weren't locating your pitches? You know, what it, was happening? It, 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 it fell off. The hangover. It like, fell, <laughs> no, I, your boy was fine. Um, you know what? First batter, I had him at a full count, and I missed a little high. Walked this little five foot two motherfucker. Oh, X times. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, yeah, that's, that's rule number one. Never walk the leadoff no. hitter. They had me frazzled from the start. You know how the 2002 Angels won the World Series? X time. They walked a leadoff hitter, game six, baby Spizio hit that dinger. This is true. This is true. But anyways... Yeah, mine's pretty bad, too. You might have started at the beginning. Mine started at the end, I believe though. you can find this also on the internet. Oh, this you, is you all over watch YouTube. Me, watch me lose. Tyler Matzik highlights. Josh Lazinski not highlights. <laughs> 97, high and outside. The one thing I've been saying this since day one, too, that umpire was out of his element. You know, he was trying to ump a high school CIF Division One. These were the two best teams playing in the whole nation at this point. You know, like we were better than the Florida teams. We, we did it all. Multiple pros on each team. And he was just out of his element. He couldn't see 97. All those pitches were high, you know. And uh, <laughs> could, you, could he not see it or could you not see no, it? No, uh, you, you go look at the video right now. Okay. First two pitches, you know, I look back. I'm like, that's bullshit. Next one, I'm like looking at him. I'm like, yo, it's high. It's high. Because, you know, 
could see it just going up and then shook it off, you know, two pitches, balls going by, and then the last one I swung high and outside. But uh, it was a great season, great time. Um, you know, that was our Nick Mazzone year too. Yeah. So. Touch one more thing. Uh, why don't you give us your career highlight, Barry, with uh, Mr. Nolan Arenado? Well, if you uh, had could a be chance, listening. if you had a chance, to, well, I got some, chance to I don't know if I can reveal the truth about this, but <laughs> 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 but you know, I don't know if you had a chance to play against uh, El Toro. They had one Nolan Arenado. He at that point was a shortstop. And oh sure sure I I had a few uh, USA tryouts with him too, great kid. Little little too talented for his age group, <laughs> I'd say. And uh, you know first bat of the game not named Nolan Arenado. Uh, first pitch of the game is a home run. So uh, let the bat lead off batter again. The lead off batter hits a home run. Next up is Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado decides to piss all over my curveball and hit a line drive home run. So, back-to-back so, -back home runs to so start the game. that's how we're going to start that game on the road against a tough El Toro team. But, yeah, so faced, faced him in high school, hit a home run off me. Um, you know, a couple of at-bats later, I may have let one slip away and, and uh, hit him in the elbow. I do apologize for that. But Nolan was just so thick and wide, but he moved so gracefully. Like, he wasn't quick. He was just smooth. You know, he had such great hands, got rid of the ball so quick from from the corner, that deep pocket. You know, same thing at bat. He has those quick hands to get him through. Um, you didn't ever really have that body, but, you know, it, it was good. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, kind of little link in our high school blast from the past, as I said. Um, don't want to go too deep into it because your boy could talk all night if you really wanted to about um, home runs and hookers. But uh, chicks dig the long ball. Chicks dig the fucking long ball. Whoa, your boy, your boy was top, top of the top. Anyways, next thing going in, I let a fucking joke out and I said five dollars who would ever say the first two people and two main characters, and no one got the joke. No one linked the two main characters. What's going on, guys? I know I have a bunch of broke bitch friends too, so link that. You know what I mean? Take my five dollars. You know, you do this $5 now, maybe it'll be a $50 Friday soon. So, you know, you guys have to put in the work for, for me to put in the work too. So, goes around, comes around. <clears throat> Anyways, we got here for a reason. It's been a while. Everyone's been wanting to know what's going on with fantasy football. Playoffs are around the corner. Playoffs are around the corner, so let's dive into it. Fantasy time. Barry Luke. Tell me about your league, the most intriguing thing ever. 32-man league, marathon that endues. Ensues. Ensues. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can I, give me a little detail. Well, it's a league that was started, developed about four or five years ago from uh, some buddies of mine that we met through a different league, but we branched off and created a, you know, a set of bylaws and rules that really resonate with a bunch of people. But basically mimicked exactly like the NFL. So it's 32 teams. You know, you got the Packers, you got the Bears, the Lions, the Raiders, all 32 teams. But it's basically separated into two 16-team leagues with, you know, there's dual copies that can't be traded across conferences. So you got two Tom Brady's, you got two Dalvin Cooks, two of every player, offense and defense. And it's a, you know, 32-man league, basically two 16s rolled in, into one um, 
but yeah, every year we got free agents, we got contracts, uh, four years, three years, two years. Rookie draft. Uh, right? Rookie draft, seven round draft pick, uh, draft just like the NFL. Every year in, in June, we all go you know to an Airbnb in Vegas and, and do the rookie drafts. So uh, we'll be looking forward to that next year because there's going to be a nice big draft class full of running backs. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Who, who are these running backs? Yeah, I've heard yeah. of DeAndre Baker uh, and Swift. Swift. Yeah, there's there's a there's gonna be a crop of them. You know, when with leagues in this particular league, a running back is dominant. So uh, having a, a deep running back class is is something that we all uh, are intrigued by. So with with that being said, I heard this. You have two of each player. Um, do these two 16-man leagues ever play against each other as far as championship goes? Yeah, so it's just like the NFL to where um, in a normal fantasy league you have weeks 1 through 13 is regular season and then week 14 is playoff starts. But we like having, just like in the NFL, they do 16-game schedule. So we've made it to, to where at four weeks throughout the year we're actually doing double headers. So you're playing two people instead of one. So by the end of week 12 this week, um, we've played 16 games. And so uh, we already have a regular season just ended, and we got our first divisional round in the playoffs next week. And not a, not all of your team makes it, obviously. No, I was one of those teams. You did or didn't make it? I was 6-10. and 10. Ooh. <laughs> Rebuilding year. I have three draft picks and... Um, Three first-round draft picks in 2020 and seven first-round draft picks in 2021. Wow. So we're looking for a little bit of a rebuild, you know. Tua. He wants Tua. (laughs) But what I kind of am saying is you have, like, the AFC and the NFC, 16 teams in each league. Um, Do they ever battle for the the ultimate championship? Yeah, it goes, yeah, just like uh, in the NFL where you'll play, sometimes the Packers will play, you know, a couple teams in the AFC. Um, those cross-conference games, there's just not cross-conference trading. And then, you know, just like in the NFL, when the NFC has their playoffs and then the, they meet up and the AFC has their playoffs and then meet up in the Super Bowl to see who's the best team, we do the same same exact thing. So so there could be like a Tom Brady versus Tom Brady. Yes, essentially, game. yeah. That, like that can happen. This year, um, it's really about Lamar Jackson. If you have Lamar Jackson on your team, you have one of the most dynamic fantasy players uh, to ever exist. He's doing things that Michael Vick couldn't even do, and uh, he's really putting up historic numbers. So both teams, for instance, the Ravens and our the guy who is the Ravens has Lamar Jackson, and he's a two seed. He just finished uh, the season 13-3. Uh, and three. And then on the NFC side, the guy who has Lamar Jackson, he got a wild card. He finished 11 and 5. So, you know, those elite players, they yeah, there's a chance they meet in the Super Bowl. I didn't notice none of those teams were number one though. None of those teams were number one because there's 22 roster spots. So you're starting a 22 player lineup because it's you know 11 offense or in the NFL it's 11 on 11 basically, but you have. Um, 11 defensive spots you start and then you have you know between your offense and your quarterback and you do offensive line and punter and kicker um it's like 22 people so it's you know it has to be a well you have to be a well-rounded team 
and you know, Lamar, as good as Lamar Jackson is, he's only one player, and so the the guy who has uh, Dalvin Cook and McCaffrey is is the best team in our league. Okay, okay, and then as far as defensive goes, uh, any positions, you know what I mean, a little better than others. Uh, I know in our league we tend to lead towards linebackers, just try to get the safe tackles um, instead of playing for that risk interception or sack. How? How's your guys' build, or do you still have, like, pass rushers and whatnot? You traded Miles Garrett for a first-round pick, correct? Okay, you're, yeah. We're, <laughs> I uh, may have made a – at the time, I was got I got a lot of heat for it because, you know, as you uh, just brought up, defensive ends are very valuable, like the best ones, because it's, you know, it's tough for defensive ends to get points because, you know, as you said, the linebackers are the ones sort of getting all the tackles and – clean up up everything in the middle so defensive ends are more sack dependent so it's tough it's tough to predict you know like a really good defensive ends so someone like Miles Garrett who was drafted as a as a rookie in our league cuz he's only been in the league like 2 or 3 years um, he was on a cheap contract so just like in the NFL when someone's drafted or like drafted like you know Russell Wilson before you know, early on in his career where he was really good and he was on a low contract. That's why that Seahawks team was so good because they were able to to build like an elite defense around him. So same type of same type of deal with like the, the cheap contracts. But yeah, trade away Miles Garrett for two first round picks, one in twenty twenty, one in twenty twenty one. So we'll see what it turns into. Um, You're looking like Gruden right now trading Khalil Mack last year. I mean we'll see what happens. Garrett is definitely one of the best out there. Um, you know, obviously he lost his cool a little bit, and you know he's suspended the rest of the season. We'll see what goes on uh, next year. But if I can strike on a good running back with one of these draft picks, which I've done before, then you know I'll be able to, I'll be able to turn the team around. Here we go. Was that the big trade too? I know I noticed uh, you were talking about a big trade. Mr. Luke might have pulled off. Is there another one? That one, and then you're what? Acquired uh, Kamara, or like a big, in another trade rape somebody, I think, or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, I mean, another league. So that league, I'm going, uh, I'm 6-10, and 10 and so I'm in a rebuild mode. But in, in my other league, I'm 10-2, uh, and two, and I have, you know, I'm going for one of the best points, like the highest point totals that, you know we've had in the league's history because I have you know like I was talking earlier Lamar Jackson but what I did is I traded away um, running back David Montgomery and a wide receiver can't think of at the top of my head um, oh Tyler Boyd for Chris Carson and, and Chris Godwin and um, I was able to do it because those players were keepers so they were kept at their value for the next year but yeah, I got Chris Godwin, um, and as you saw this past week, he's a game changer. Yeah, and uh, he can put. This past up. week, I have him. He's been past season. I think he's the number two wide receiver all yeah. season. Um, kind of up and down as far as every game goes, but I mean, I'll take thirty points every other game if you know what I mean. Absolutely dominant. Um, obviously, really reliable on Mike Evans on that point, but I mean, we're gonna go into uh, kind of. Standout sneaky players to help you in your in your fantasy draft, and I did notice that Jameis Winston's the number ten ranked quarterback in fantasy football. For all the woes he's had, that's pretty. It's pretty good fantasy numbers, no? 
Yeah, I think it has to do a lot with playing behind, so always throwing mm-hmm. and the production from Godwin. Production from Godwin, um, being able to play with the ball in his hand has been able to benefit him because when Jameis is bad, he's bad. Yeah, Jameis is sort of all over the place, but he just they, they throw so much and they do have a lot of talent around him, at, you know, Mike Evans and Godwin and uh, even Brait from time to time. And if they can get Rojo going, you know. Humphreys, too. Yeah, there's weapons. just, there's, yeah, there's a lot of weapons for Jameis, so that's why he, he he's always kind of safely in this top 10 uh, points wise, but. You know, as a as a real quarterback, it's it's, it's time for the Buffs to Bucks to move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just keep it keep it rolling in fantasy. Then while we're while we're here, um, kind of just want to interested to know uh, a few players, I guess, in each position as we go into the fantasy football playoffs. That if you're allowed to make trades, that you should trade for, or you know, some maybe bubble line players. That obviously not the McCaffreys or or the Dalvin Cooks, but some players that that you think that will really help you as far as the last few weeks go, because most everyone's in playoffs now. We're heading there in a week or two. So, I mean, there's... I think when it comes to, to playoffs, it it's going to be how do the players who've got you there kind of perform during that big stretch, the people like the Lamar Jacksons and the McCaffreys um, and the Dalvin Cooks, will they continue to put up those numbers for you? Then, you know, you got yourself a championship team right there. I think Kamara might be a good buy-low player right now. He hasn't had, a, I guess, consistent season as you'd expect. But most leagues, the trade deadline's kind of upped and passed. Uh, we're close to, the, to that point. But, yeah, I'd say just acquire yourself a stud if you want to make a, a push to, to, to win it all. Any, anyone for you guys that, you know what I mean, might be on that fringe? Um... Like, I saw Jameis Winston. He's out in a few leagues, and I don't see why you wouldn't maybe throw him against them. The the players he's playing against or the teams he's playing against, I think it was the Saints one week. But besides that, there wasn't too much talent. I wrote down Josh Allen. He's the number six-ranked quarterback. He's out in a lot of leagues, too. Um, he doesn't have the best schedule against them. Sam Darnold played Cincinnati, Miami. He plays Baltimore, but then he plays Pittsburgh. You know, that's nothing too scary as far as... Baker Mayfield, the Browns have a pretty weak... Pretty weak schedule. Uh, schedule coming up. And Baker's been, been playing well lately. Mm-hmm. He hasn't thrown an interception, I believe, it was the last three or four games. So uh, he's he's sort of coming around and uh, getting into form. And then three players are all, all averaging double digits that I think you could, like, maybe get off the waiver wire. Cream Hunt. Um, I know I picked him up early. Latavius Murray, I saw him. Oh, he had that nice, like... 40-yard run mm-hmm. on Sunday. And then Devontae Parker is uh, slowly chugging along 12, 8, 9, 12, Miami? 13. Miami, yep. Uh, Fitzmagic's, yep. Devontae Parker, yep. Uh-huh. 10.6 points a game right now. It's like the number 26 wide receiver. So you know, pick him up if you really need someone. I know these buys are getting – last week for me, it was killing me. My whole bench was all buys. You know, I mean, picking up scrubs off yeah, the off the side of the a, street. So that was a tough uh, matchup for. for are there buys. any more buys left? Do you guys know that or buys? Buys are done. Buys are done. Uh, so week twelve was the yeah the the end of the buys. So if you survived you, your buys, you know Dalvin was kind of a big one this week mm-hmm. with Minnesota, and uh, there are a couple others. But well, I like your advice then too. Then you know stick stick with what you got there. Uh, I know teeters are a big thing in fantasy football. Yeah, and then 
you're, I mean, if you got someone like Derek Carr who got benched this week or something, like, you got to, you know what I mean? So if you can make a move and kind of play, if you have a Derek Carr, then you got to play matchup-based court, like quarterbacks, whether you're playing the wire every week and get maybe picking up a Jeff, Jeff Driscoll or um, maybe going to get Drew Locke for, if you need a quarterback, getting Drew Locke. They're looking at him in Denver, so. And if, if you're a team that, you know, you've, you know you're in the playoffs and you have you have a roster spot to waste. You know, pick up a defense. You know, four weeks ahead, who you know, week 16 is going to play against the Dolphins or the Redskins. So you know, one of these teams, because those can be big difference makers. You know, when those big championship games do come up, you know, three weeks away. That's a good point. I always remember reading those when you're in the championship. You know what I mean? Those articles. So. I thank you for that heads up. I will I will look into that definitely. As far as my open roster spots now that those bye weeks are open. Anything else you guys want to touch up on fantasy at least? I mean, we got a big matchup coming up next week with uh, the Ravens and the Niners. Um, it's a huge huge game. We'll get to see the you know the best offense in football go against the best defense in football. We'll get to see you know who kind of comes out on top of that. So a rough week. If you are a Lamar Jackson owner, um, but yeah, I mean that's something I'm looking forward to. You mentioned Patriots and Texans. You know, we'll get to see if how Watson can perform against that. You know that. It's not a big deal for Kai's over here because he has Lamar and Russell Wilson, so he can play whoever. That's luxury right there. But Russell's playing in Minnesota. Minnesota. That's going to be oh. that's another good one. There's a lot of good matchups next week. Well, I want to know really quick who you got to in that game, Ravens. 49ers. I know who I have. I've been counting this one team out for way too long, so I'm going to give it to them this week. Niners? I'm giving it to the Niners. You guys? Yeah, I mean, I think defense wins championships. Uh, Nick, oh, yeah, Nick Bosa is an absolute monster, and that 49ers defense, as a Packers fan, I know they can uh, completely tear you up. They got Armstead and a bunch of 6-7 monsters out there. Um, so I think they're going to find a way to slow down Lamar Jackson a little bit, you know, hold him to maybe only 50 rushing yards or 75 rushing yards because yeah, that's a that's a slow game. That's a, yeah, that's a slow game for him. Um, yeah, I think the Niners take that one. I'm going to go Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens, Texans, Seahawks. You guys heard it. Let me hear what you guys think as a fan too. Niners, Ravens. I feel like that's the game of the week. Um, pretty consensual here. It's going to be a great one. Um, and and some pretty good playoff implications too. You know, I mean, if the if the Ravens go eight and three, are they still the top team or top two teams? I I still think so. Their defense is playing really well. I mean, right as now. far as 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 rankings go, will they lose that home field advantage or? Uh, the only other team Patriots. is the Chiefs. The Patriots are gonna yeah, they're gonna mostly okay. get that one seed. That's what the Ravens are fighting for, hoping the Patriots slip up. But uh, I guess, you know, the Chiefs are a team that can maybe sl- slip into that other bye. So, Kai's 2019 White Claw, is, is, did that what take took over as far as, like... Yes, I believe it was the year White Claw and CBD. CBD, really? White Claw and CBD? Yes. Really? Yes. <clears throat> that is my final answer. Final answer? What about you, Barry? I approve of both. You approve of both? Yeah. This guy walked up to the commissary lounge with the truly in his hand and tried to walk past security guard as I'm talking to him. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. It's like, no, that's not the point. 
Yeah, I don't when know. When have you ever entered a bar with an open can? Okay, maybe you have a flask in your pocket, but just like, like right I here. wasn't thinking, dude. This <laughs> is one of those nights, dude. I was mm-hmm. feeling it. Yeah, the only person I know, Josh Lazinski, got through my head, gets that, gets away with it. Oh, I know that cat. Yeah, VIP, but yeah. Uh, besides that, it's pretty sketch. <clears throat> and for the Packers 2019, what's the rest of the year looking like? You know, we're... Fun fact, they're 0-2 in California. Yeah, that is a very interesting stat. Um, You know, hopefully we don't have to play another game in California this year because we know the Rams aren't making playoffs, so that won't happen. Um, Where's the Super Bowl? Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I didn't know that. So is that on their side of the country, or or is that sunshine, no bueno? The Packers' future this season is... I think we're going to win the division. I think we're going to be like a 12-4 and four team. Over in Minnesota? I think Minnesota's a wild-card team. I think the Seahawks are a wild-card team. And, um... Oh, well, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I think the yeah, Niners take that division. And, you know, we'll see. Hopefully the Packers, someone can knock the, the Niners out. My plan is hopefully the Saints will meet up with them first and knock them out because I, I'd like the, to play the Saints before I'd like to play the Niners again. So, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting end of the year. That game would be in San Fran, though. Yeah. I think New Orleans could take them. No, if the Packers meet them in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid that. Because yeah, because then you don't want it to be 0-3 in California. I know. That's probably one of the first times that would ever happen. I think they're happen. coming out here and they're getting too stoned before the game. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think Aaron uh, Rodgers is known to relax. I, I heard the discount double check doesn't apply in California. Is that uh, maybe that could be what it is? I think it's just you know a case of uh, the 49ers are really good. That makes sense. You know, good D lines. Who give the Packers trouble? Who? You know, like the Chargers beat them. You mean Joe, Colin Kaepernick? Basically, if uh, it's not that they're 0 two in California, it's so 0 two against the Bosa brothers. Oh, that's another good so, point. That's a good point. They need, wow. to, they need to stay away from Aaron the... Rodgers is 0-2 versus the Bosa's this year. Yeah, you need to stay away from the Bosa's. They're a deadly bunch. Well, you won't be seeing Joey in the playoffs. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely. Joey has a long offseason. Yes. You know, to think things over. You know, he might be due for another holdout. So, NFC Championship? You, or you think the first-round knockout for the Packers? What's your playoff prediction? I think Super Bowl champs losing no, the Texans I, I, in the Super Bowl. I, I, I'd love to get to the. I'd love to get to uh, I think the world deserves, you know, a, a Rodgers and Brady Super Bowl. You know, we, we as fans deserve that game, but you know I don't think it's going to happen. Brady, I think the Brady's. Niners are too good. I think the Saints are are better than us too. So I think one of those teams gets in. Even the Seahawks is you know not a team that anyone wants to play in the playoffs because. Fucking Russell Wilson. Danger, Russ. Seahawks also did not have uh, Clowney playing this weekend, and I think that was a um, a factor in the the game. Also, uh, Philadelphia's defense is pretty good. They they get held both New England and um, Seattle to 17 points. So I'll give you my playoff prediction: Packers beat the Cowboys in the wild card. In uh, in or in, the- in yeah, probably the wild card game. And uh, then they lose the second round to either the Saints or the Niners. That's my prediction. <clears throat> you heard it here first with Barry Luke, the hardcore Packer fan. The Packers are going to lose in the second round. How do you even talk about your team like that? 
I know. It's just a prediction, you know. I'm trying to keep it real. All right, I appreciate that. Yeah. Keeping it real is what we do here at Cigars and Sports, and that's why this next part is really dear to my heart. 2019, it was the year of CBD. It was the year of White Claw. Without being said, it was the year of Hinge versus Bumble versus Tinder, as Kai has told me. Barry, apparently you're also the master of grinder. So can you tell us? <laughs> settle down. Can, let me finish. Let me, can you tell us about all the apps and you know what I mean, the highs and lows of all of them too? Love me some grinder. You know, <laughs> couldn't get throughout the day without some grinder. But yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta love everything at the touch of a button. Um, Bumble, Hinge, Tinder. What I are think, some of the differences? As someone that has experienced <laughs> all yeah, four I, apps, I, I think I just <laughs> recently went to Europe, and let me tell you, like Tinder is unreal in Europe, dude. That shit is like, girls are like, "What do you mean you don't have Tinder?" Like, it was, it was like just like it was friends, it was sex, it was, it was everything. It was really, really like, I don't even know. It's just a whole different level. But with that being said, I really don't. I'm more of just a hey, you know what I mean. My name is Josh, type of guy, personally. What type never, of wine do you want to drink? <laughs> that's, that's my boy's move right there. <laughs> Kiss him on the chink and thank him. Yeah, chink. But whoa, uh, whoa. what you say, Nick Tang? Nick Tang? Nick Tang? Um, well, I never even heard of Tinge or Hinge or Grinder. So can you tell us about them? I mean, Grinder. I don't know much about that world. You know, you might have to get uh, someone else to reach reach that demographic. Oh, okay. Never um, mind. I must have the wrong Barry yeah, Luke. Wrong, yeah, it must have been. <laughs> must have been the, a cat bitch. Other, yeah. <laughs> must have been the other Barry Luke. But yeah, you know. <laughs> must have been. Yeah. You know, in the other 16 league. That is <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and what about Hinge? And you know, what, what about Hinge's? You know, it's nice because uh, you got options as far as. Uh, Instead of just liking only a picture, you know, you got options. They got different little bios, and you know, you can strike up conversations that way. You know, it makes it easier for the for the witty introvert. Yeah, a little for for some witty side, you know. But yeah, it's uh. Which one is your favorite out of all three? Um, I like Hinge. Hinge, yeah. okay, okay. Just all. I might have to give it a try. Hinge is the go-to. And you're yeah. you're not getting paid for this, right? I, 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 I mean, I should. This is straight point, from Barry Luke's, you know, mean experience. Okay. You hear that, Hinge? Hook my boy up. As he goes over at Fantasy Football, he'll give Hinge a shout-out to. As 2019 in a whole, as you wind down, I probably won't have you on here until 2020. No offense, but, you know what I mean, New Year's and everything. How was 2019, you know, as, as dating, as a sexual, young, you know what I mean, thriving young man? <laughs> was 2019 good? was a good year. Hell yeah, yeah bro. I mean, Hell yeah. 2000, I mean, you know, as the years passed. How is it I, having that being a green text? <laughs> green text? You know, it's... it's is it rough? It's, it's a little rough or no? It gets, you know, it slowly eats at you. And, I am uh, also a green text. Don't lie. I am a green You're text. You're a green text? I'm yeah. a green text. You know, I, I'm... My boy Josh over here, he's a blue text. See, the issue, now that I got myself a Mac, for, uh, you know, when I record clown coverage. I <laughs> <laughs> the biggest clown. <laughs> you know, I got, you know, I got my Mac, and uh, it's tough now being a green texture with the Galaxy when I want to have everything integrated. So I might have to become blue text 
you know, get myself an apple. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll, we'll check back in in 2020. Yeah, if I add an iPhone to my repertoire. Sounds good. We have a few quick questions. Before we let you go. Before we let you go, just wrap it up. You know what I mean? Obviously, you've got the sports side. We've got the sexual side, the young man side. I just want to get the full diverse of Barry Luke. I want everyone to know about Barry Luke. So, Barry Luke, what's the capital of New York? <laughs> uh, Albany, sir. Not New York? Damn. No, it's not. It's actually, you know, a lot of people think it's New York, New York. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it is. That's why no, I it's asked. It's not Syracuse. No, that's no. why we asked. No, you, you are right. Who's the vice president of the USA right now? Uh, that would be... Uh, Mike Pence. Correct. Two for two. Who's the owner of the Seattle Sounders football club? You know, that's a very interesting question. I don't know why you thought I would know the answer to that one. Um, He's an MVP candidate for football. The owner of the Seattle Sounders is an MVP candidate for football this year. You know, I don't know. I do own Seattle Sounders uh, pants. But, you know, I don't He plays know. on the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson. And Macklemore. There you go. You learn new things every day. And my last Pretty question shot, you for it. you, <laughs> before I let you go, who is the king of the North in 2019? Kawhi Leonard or Jon Snow? Uh, you know, it's got to be uh, Kawhi Leonard. I have yeah. one more question. <clears throat> Kawhi Leonard takes it. Down. Who is the GOAT? Tom Brady? That's wrong. That's wrong. That's right. No, that's no, right. No, that's nope. Wrong. <laughs> My boy's right here. He already knows, baby. Let's go. What's the, what's the, right the goat. Got the goat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right, guys. All right. Let's tell that happen again, all right? <laughs> Got him. Uh, it's like our new poppy thing at the end of the show. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. About to end this thing up. Uh, but great. it's 1A, 1B, Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six rings. There's a C2 possibly Back too. Yeah. But yeah. Before we dive in too deep, had a great time. Thank you for joining us, Barry. Definitely going to come on again. Before we uh, wrap up, maybe some postseason baseball trades, you know what I mean? Some Astros cheating shenanigans. Yeah, whatever happens, you know. More and more tinge. I'm going to get on hinge and maybe we can have a little one-on-one talk about it. You open up the sexcapade pod. Open up the sexcapade pod that's coming out soon. So There you go. That sounds mm-hmm. interesting. That's a good little tease. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some veterans. That's what we do here. here. <clears throat> Spit and stab. Teams, so. All right. Spit and stab. <laughs> I gotta get out of here before any more vulgar comments come out. I had Another a few mojitos today, glass of wine. Rami made me a Moscow meal too. So, um, all right, guys, peace Cheers. out. Cheers. Cheers.